As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, Brandon went and saw a movie. I went and saw a different movie. And then we both played a video game. It's Apathetic Enthusiasm. It's Apathetic Enthusiasm brought to you by Apathetic Enthusiasm Podcast Network. Part of an Apathetic Enthusiasm trademark 2022. I'm Brandon and with me today, I have my friend, my co-host, my, my BFF, my podcast BFF, only, only my BFF o- on Only podcast. podcast. We, uh, can't, we don't talk. We talk only for one hour every week. That, that, is, that is accurate. That is accurate. That's right. It is the one, the only, Travis Menard Sr. He doesn't Thank have a, you. He doesn't have a junior, you. but no. we give just... It time. Give it time. Give it time. Give it time. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Uh, he's at. The, I, I hear. I hear. Vasectomy reversals are very easy. So very easy. Uh, very common. Uh, they're yeah. they're as common as the common cold. Uh, yeah. Which painless, simple, uh, and easy. Also, please uh, care do free. not take any of my medical advice. Please consult <laughs> your physician before yeah having any procedures. Use a rubber. Oh, oh, always. Even if yeah. you're even if you're you're clipped. You okay. Uh anyway, yeah. uh, so Travis so, by yourself. Anyway, uh if you want to, you're, you're, oh, no, sorry, you're, were you gonna say something? Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, uh, you were at Juggle Mina over on Twitter. People can well, reach I was still am. Re, people can reach out to you whenever they want to to talk to yeah. you there. You can find me at Barnyard Cruise over on Twitter. C R U Z. Make sure I, I, I feel like I'm not getting the amount of followers. Yeah. Uh, that I that I really I that I deserve, uh, and I think it's because people think it's C R U I S E, uh, like Tom Cruise, yeah. and maybe and maybe they're like, no, you know what? I don't want I don't want anything having to do with Tom Cruise. He's a good actor. He's you know he's good as far as you know action goes, but you know what? I don't like him as a person, and because I don't like him, I don't want to follow Barnyard Cruise on Twitter. But it's okay, everybody. It's C R U Z, not C R U I S E. Now that that's clear, head out to Twitter at Barnyard Cruise. He's at Juggle Mino, Juggle Mino, 
juggle just how it sounds, J-U-G-G-L-E, me, no. It's like, me? No. Like, are you doing it? Me? No. And, you know, I don't know how else you would spell me, no. Uh, unless it's like M-I-N-O, like Dino, like the dinosaur from uh, the uh, the Flintstones. I was about to say Frankenstein. There may have been a Dino in Frankenstein. I don't know. Actually, this reminds me. I was talking to my father-in-law the other day, uh, and we were talking about we're talking about old movies, of course. But then we're talking about the Rat Pack, and then we're talking about there was briefly the kids of some of the Rat Pack. Uh, Dean Martin's kid, uh, Desi Arnez's kid, and then some random kid named like Billy Mitchell or whatever. They started a band called Dino. <laughs> desi and uh, billy and they had like a hit in the 60s and then that that was it anyways that is your history lesson on the rat packs children brought to you by at barnyard cruise from twitter and at juggle mino on twitter that is travis and that is brandon hopefully you got all that you can also follow us uh, at apathet apathusiast on twitter uh, and that is A-P-A-T-H-U-S-I-A-S-T. And then, of course, you can go on Facebook.com. There's an Apathetic Enthusiasm show there. And then uh, Instagram. There's all this social media. I'm also at Barnyard Cruise on, on Instagram. I've noticed a distinct lack of followers there. I don't want to get into it. I, <laughs> it may be the same reason. It may not be the same reason. But anyway, uh, let's get on with the show. Travis, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm great because I just discovered that uh, at Barnyard Cruise spelled like a, uh, a a weekend cruise around a barnyard uh, is is available. It is <gasps> there. There is not. There's not a, a Twitter handle for Barnyard Cruise. So I think I need to go create that parody <laughs> account right now. The Barnyard Cruise parody account. Um, and just watch the followers just, just come roll pouring in. in. Roll in. Uh, Damn. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we mentioned it briefly before we started, but a special shout out to all the patrons over at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Thank you, uh, to everyone that supports the show, uh, from, from Patreon. Of course, we are streaming live at twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm, where you can watch us be part of the show or catch video versions over at youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Brandon, mm -hmm. it's a long weekend. You can always tell because we look unkempt. We have <laughs> we have hairy faces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before before we started recording, I actually I actually shaved up my my neck. I I shave all the time, and so I never have time to grow facial hair. I took vacation. I grew some facial hair. Some facial hair. Some. Uh, uh, some. Yesterday for Father's Day, my father in law came over. Uh, my brother-in-law and then my other brother-in-law and their families. And my, my brother-in-law has a nice beard, right? Nice beard. And, and because I don't grow my facial hair out, I don't know how to trim it. <laughs> I don't know how to, okay. how to keep it, how to, you know, groom yeah, it, how to, how to maintain it, how to, how uh -huh. to clean it up. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and so I'm like, as he's, as he's just talking, I, I'm looking at his profile and I'm like, where where does he cut the the hairline? Is it is it shaping the the jawline? Is it is it? Oh okay okay. And then I noticed my my father in law's beard. Like oh his is a little bit further down, huh? What's the what's the idea behind going a little bit further down versus going higher? Huh? 
Uh, I think it hides more of your neck. Oh. Or like especially if you have like a double chin situation going on. Mm-hmm. You can really you can really kind of control where the I don't know, apex of your of your chin is uh based on where you trim that beard. Do yeah. you do you do like the uh <laughs> do I make myself look like a frog? Yeah, D'Onofrio. Do you do the D'Onofrio for Men in Black, where you like you try to see where your your double, triple, quadruple chin is? And then and then do you shave along that line that that like one of those chin lines? Is that? <laughs> I don't know what else he said. I don't think I don't, he says sugar, water, say sugar, sugar water. water. <laughs> it's weird. It's like wearing an Egger suit. Uh, um no i don't uh i i i just kind of shave up until i can't like looking at it straight on to where i can't see hair anymore coming down like so okay like and then i and then i follow like the the lower line of the jawline and okay just kind of all right yeah yeah i mean it looks it looks it looks good on you it looks good on you yeah, just just a little bit longer, and then I mean, so here's the deal: I've been threatening my my wife all weekend with a mus- with a mustache. We went and saw Top Gun. Oh, right? so Top Gun, of course, 2022's uh, resurgence of the solo stash, the 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 mustache on its own is just rising in popularity along with the sales of aviator <laughs> sunglasses um is it but i i have a tendency to look like a child predator uh when i when i have just a mustache uh but as a bit i don't know there's 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 a part of me that <laughs> wants to shave the rest of my face and just leave the mustache and be like eh you should eh? you should just for the rest for the rest of the month at least june is almost over just for the rest of the month, as a bit older, um, so in the Sorry, in, I don't know. It just looked so good in that movie. I just I had to give it a <laughs> shot. You know, in the in the Air Force, the mustache regulation had it to where it had to stop at the corners of your mouth, and it had to be like this is correct. It had to, it had to stop at the corners of your mouth. Couldn't go any further. It can't hang below your hang up below your top lip, and and it. It just it made for some very stupid looking mustaches through through the years. Absolutely, the Absolutely. the space force has 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 uh, changed the reg to where like it can it can't go more than like a quarter inch out, but it can go past the the lip line. So it can go a little bit further, uh, but it just can't go below the the lip. So so it can go out further, but it can't go down. So you can handlebar it. I can't handle bars. If you're, if you're going to space, you can you can handle bars. I, I, I think so. I think so. So I'm uh, because I took some some time off and I've got some facial hair. I might keep keep the stash and see the how stash bros 2022. <laughs> We're making a pact. Uh, all right, all right. Um, well, seeing seeing as I already started talking about it, uh, though, and and we and we mentioned it in the intro. Um, I went and saw a movie this week. Brandon also went and saw a movie. The movie that I went and saw, of course, was Top Gun Maverick. Uh, this is the long awaited uh sequel from Tom Cruise's uh 
very early film, Top Gun. Everybody knows what Top Gun Maverick is uh, because everybody's seen it. It's been out for weeks and everybody's seen this film. Um, I, I do find it interesting that this was a movie, uh, before we talk about the movie itself, that was slated to come out in like 2020 originally, I think, right? Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's that's when it was supposed to come out originally. Uh, but they, they stopped at the lip. <laughs> <laughs> they, they stopped the lip stopped the lip uh but but i, th- uh, I think like re- reshoots and, and maybe some 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 covid happenings and all that type of stuff and I, I think a huge part of it was because of the action nature of the film and they really you know they're flying these f-18s around and all this this stuff they they really wanted it to be experienced by fans in a theater mm. and with you know, the, the beginning of coronavirus pandemic and all, all these things, theaters were shut down. It took years for people to start going to them regularly around around the country and around the world. And so they, I think they continued to delay and hold off on releasing this film until they felt like people could really experience it comfortably and safely mm-hmm. in, in a movie theater. And uh, which, which and they yeah, still I, they still can't. But. But it's still in theaters. People are still still going. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I I will <laughs> say that oddly enough, weeks after its release, I on a random like Thursday night, I the theaters were still packed at my favorite movie theater, the mm-hmm. uh, the one that had like the reclining seats and they served beer like at your seat. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, like that's become the theater. That's the only one we go to, and yeah showings were packed so so we ended up having to go to the the amc nearby and uh even even that theater filled up pretty pretty significantly um anyway yeah top gun it's great you've you've seen it i don't need to review the film for you because everybody has seen it right every everybody has seen it everybody knows the plot of it where uh we know that that iceman and goose they fight to the death and then in a boxing match uh-huh. it's it takes a weird turn in the, in the middle of the movie and stops being about naval aviators and starts becoming a gritty boxing film yep, uh, yep. which i found i found surpri- a surprising writing choice but it makes sense yeah. you know it yeah, makes yeah. sense what what was yeah. shocking to me was that creed ends up winning the whole thing i know right yeah. yeah, but and then he yeah. goes on to be a famous fighter pilot. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. In a weird, um, a weird, in a stunning twist, a uh, mix mash, mix mash, mishmash, mix mash, mishmash. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so I didn't see, I didn't see it. I've wanted to see it, um, and I maybe I, I still will see it. Uh, Travis, I'll have to ask this question. Sure. When was the last time you saw the original Top Gun and? uh how do you compare the two so i i saw the original top gun probably about a month ago it but it was like running on like network television or something like that mm. like i think it complete with commercial interruptions and uh, edits for content and things like that um but i was like yeah okay this is original top gun yeah uh, you know, buzz the tower, yada yada, uh, ambiguous love scenes, yada yada, mm-hmm, goose, mm-hmm. 
goose dies, yada yada. What? Okay. Oh, oh shit. sorry. Spoilers from a movie that's as old as I am. As old as uh, time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, yeah, you are old. So so yeah, I um, I always had a a fondness of the film, like. In in retrospect, uh, I grew up in San Diego, right? So I I grew mm. up around a heavy like Navy population. Um, I grew up going to air shows out at the naval base and seeing you know the Blue Angels and and all sorts of demonstrations of of you know fighter aircraft and all kinds of cool stuff like that. Yeah. So pew, pew. Um, yeah, I we we would we would walk by the the bar downtown that they filmed the original bar scenes in Top Gun like it's like has a big sign in front of it that says you know scenes from Top Gun filmed here or whatever right so <laughs> in, my, in my in my head I'm like yeah Top Gun like classic classic movie um I mean I don't I think it's fine like it holds up as like an action film but like it's it's dated for sure mm. right Mm-hmm. Not just in the technology of the aircraft, but like it's you know it's a forty year old movie almost at this point. So I I think I think breathing new life into the film, breathing new life into the characters is like that's a cool thing to do. Um, seeing where where they've gone, what what they've dealt with, um, interesting. But I wasn't like yes. The day this comes out, I need to see the new Top Gun movie, and I gotta see it in theaters, and I gotta have my popcorn ready, and I cannot wait. Um, I I I just wasn't that excited about it, mm. and then the the social media buzz and the the buzz around the office, and the, yeah. and and, and re- realistically, everybody that I heard from or talked to had nothing but good things to say about this movie, by and large. Right, that it was really fun, great action, da 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 da. Like the characters, like the story. Um, hi- highly recommend. And the first few of those, I was like, okay, all right, maybe they have low standards. That's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, the more I heard, I was like, maybe this movie is really good. And and Sheena kept hearing the same thing, and she she. Everybody that she was following online was like, yes, we love this movie. We were seeing it three or four times. Da, da, da. So finally we snuck away and went and saw it uh, this last week. And I got to say, it it's good. It's a good movie. Like okay. it's good. Uh, it's fun. It's it's fun popcorn movie to see like in the theater seeing, you know, when you get like the loud like theatrical audio and you hear those those jets flying around and everything the the soundtrack doesn't sound like it's changed at all though so like it's like like it's got the cisco hold music still yeah that that theme is still there yeah and uh i don't know it it kind of if i had to describe it would say it feels a little bit like an 80s movie that they made in the you know in 2020 
right? Like it's it's got sort of the same level of like complexity. <laughs> like, oh, Maverick, you you never uh you've been in the navy long enough to be an admiral, but for some reason you're still a captain. Why is that? I just they just couldn't keep me on the ground, sir. Or whatever, you know, like uh Maverick's still playing it playing it, playing loose, it loose and he's playing it yeah, cool. He's, He's 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 always pushing the limits, right? Um, he's 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 only he's only stuck around this long because Iceman keeps bailing him out because they've somehow built this bond in the first movie that, that has lasted an additional thirty years in the Navy or yeah. something. Um, so I don't know. It's it's really cool. A, a bunch of new talented actors that come in as the hotshot naval pilots, the the graduates of the Top Gun Academy, the best of the best that Maverick has to now train to carry out a near impossible mission. Oh, and uh, it's not just about the mission, but it's about the friends we make along the way. And uh, I, and, don't, I don't know. And, it's it's and the, fun. And the, fa- it's, and the family that we we feel bad about losing and who's yeah. and who hate us for it. Right? Right? Sure. Yeah, there's a part of that. Um His if, if we want to get into the <laughs> the minorist of spoiler territory, everybody right? everybody knows Miles Teller. Everybody see this movie. Miles Teller plays callsign Rooster. Uh he he plays Goose's son in the film, right? Um and there's animosity between Rooster and Maverick, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they, 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 they don't have that bond. And initially you think it's like, oh, it's cause goose died in the cockpit with Maverick and rooster doesn't forgive him for his dad's death, but that's not the case. Uh, he's mad because when rooster put in his package to join the Naval Academy, uh, Maverick had his his package pulled, right? Which set him back years because he had to go and join the Navy another way or something like that. But that is what uh, he resents him for initially in the film. And wow, wow, yeah, yeah. these so these, these friggin' kids, you know, just so entitled. entitled. Jeez. Gosh, Boys. yeah. Well. That, that's cool. Uh, that's cool. If you haven't seen Maverick, go see it in theaters. If if you can, if it's safe to do so, if you if you feel comfortable doing that, eh. um, and you have an opportunity, I do recommend seeing it in a theater. Eh. It's. I had a great time. I, ha- I is it a movie I would rewatch on a regular basis? No, but but no, absolutely not. Uh, but <laughs> potentially, like I would, I would watch it again. But not because I feel like I'm going to get anything different out of it. It's just one of those movies that's just kind of feel good throughout. And yeah, it's just kind of fun to watch. Okay. Well, uh, I don't have anything else on on Top Gun other than... I mean, it's a movie I... Why did you not go see it? I've heard nothing but good things. I was going to see it last week. I was going to... There was a 9.30 showing and I was on vacation all week last week. And I thought to myself every morning, well, every night, I'm going to wake every up. Every morning, there's a halo. 
every every night before I went to bed, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna wake up and go go see go see Top Gun in the morning. And then every morning I woke up at like five thirty, and I played three hours of Diablo, and then Paragon. Like, I'm like, I guess five hundred. Guess I'm not gonna see Top Gun <laughs> again, uh, and I probably won't see it at this point in time um, until it's uh, on TV. But maybe maybe things will change. We will see certainly. Um, yeah, I think Tom Cruise said he's never going to release this uh, for home viewing. It's only going to be available in theaters. Ever. I I, be- I believe it. I believe it. Um, well, maybe when he dies, I don't. I don't believe that. Maybe maybe when he dies, and I be- I believe it. I believe it. I certainly. When he dies, um, maybe well, I'll get it on uh, Blu-ray 4K with the Days of Thunder <laughs> two. <laughs> like as as like a combo, a combo yeah, pack. There you go. Days of Thunder yeah. too. Why is why was there never a sequel to Days of Thunder? You know, uh, they, well they haven't passed the three decade, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, limit before they can make the. Tra- hey, you know what? Cold I saw a trailer for uh, when I went to see Top Gun along with like eighty other movies because AMC plays like a half hour of trailers before yeah. they film. Yeah. Um, Mission Impossible. What is this film coming out? Uh, it's I want to get. I don't n- know. <laughs> uh, okay. Not Ghost Protocol. Um. Yeah. Uh, so Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. Oh. Part one. Holy shit! <laughs> so. So just so we're clear. Because when I was when they were running the trailer, I was like, "That's that's the guy from like the original Mission Impossible movie." <gasps> oh wait, and then that's Tom Cruise, and that's uh, Jane Becky Rames? Carter or whatever her name is. Uh, Rebecca uh, Ferguson. No, uh, Captain oh, Carter oh, from uh, Haley Atwell. Yeah, and I was like, "Is this?" This this smells like a Mission Impossible movie. Is this a Mission Impossible movie? <laughs> and I think I said out loud to Sheena, I was like, they still making these? <laughs> Cause I remember loving the original Mission Impossible, like back in what, the nineties? Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh like 90, and yeah, 90, so, 95, 96, I think. And so I was like, they're still making Mission Impossible movies. How many even are there? And then the title goes up on the screen and it's like <sighs> Mission Impossible. Dead Reckoning, part one, and I laughed out loud. <laughs> did it, I did was it, like, "Are you kidding me? This is a multi-part film that, like, I I don't even. I'm gonna Google how many Mission Impossible movies. I are think there's there six. Uh, I think this will be the seventh, uh, or this will be the sixth, and then the seventh. Okay, so there are six out. Yeah, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning, part one will be out in 2023. Okay. And then the untitled Mission Impossible 8, which is probably just going to be Dead Reckoning Part 2. Um, <laughs> Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2, Part 1. <laughs> like, I, I'm i not ashamed to admit it. I've, I'm sure I've said this before on the podcast. I'm sure. Uh, especially in my younger days. I was really into heist films. Mm-hmm. I, I dug them. I thought they were cool. No shame. I thought... I thought that uh, the Italian job. I really liked that movie. Um, 
There's a there's what's that, what's the one with Ed Norton? Um, um, money, greed. I don't know. Uh, back in the day, I liked um, Mission Impossible. Kind of falls into that genre. I liked it. Uh, I think I've seen maybe three mm-hmm. of the six Mission Impossible movies that have been released. Maybe I saw the first one is my favorite still, hands down. Uh, the the second one was is like a John Woo directed it, and it turned into. I I I I really dislike that one when that came out because it went from like this very like spy thriller with little with heist aspects to it to then just like a pure action where he's like on a motorcycle and he's got long hair and you're like like what the hell is this and then John Woo's doves flying all over the place uh, and I didn't see the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman which was the third one I didn't see the one right after that Ghost Protocol. But I did, but I did catch the fifth and sixth one. With the sixth one Rogue has Nation. Uh, has has Cavill in it, right? Cable, Cavill, Superman. Um, uh, and that and that's the one where he had a mustache. No. Well, well, whichever one he had a mustache for one of them, and he's like in that. There's a scene where he's in the bathroom, and, and like he pumps his arms. I like, feel like, like you're thinking of a. I feel like you're thinking of a James Bond movie. No, no, man. No, that's that's Mission Impossible, bruh. It's Mission. Well, maybe it's maybe it's James Bond, but I'm pretty sure it's Mission Impossible. Oh, he's in Fallout. Okay, thank you. Yeah, but he cocks, and he's, and he's got his... a very <laughs> nicely groomed mustache. Mustache. Welcome Bring to it. the Mustache Podcast. This is the Mustache <laughs> episode of Pod. Bringing it back. Uh, Got to stop at the lip. Got to stop at the lip. You just gotta embrace the stash. You just gotta <laughs> own it. You have to own it. Is is really where it what it anyway, comes down to. Anyway, um, uh, so I yeah. I am okay with the Mission Impossible movies. Uh, which which guy is coming back for Ted Reckoning Part One? Is that Ving Rhames? Uh, I might have seen Ving Rhames. Okay, but uh, the guy I'm thinking of it's not it's not John Voight. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's he, uh, he died. It's Henry Henry Zerny. Is is he Zerny? the is he the guy who was like the head of the IMF? Yeah, he's the... he's uh, he's. I'm trying to figure out what his character's name is. Like like at the in Mission Impossible, the first Mission Impossible, he's the one who's like, uh, they like they meet at Kittridge. the yeah Kittredge yeah they yeah. they they meet he's at the restaurant guy. and then Tom yes. Cruise with the gum and then slams it against the fish tank. <sighs> Yeah, oh, I a taut thriller. <laughs> I will say that for some reason in my awkward teenness, I became very interested in the like original Mission Impossible like oh. series mm-hmm. that uh, that obviously the movies were based on, um, which got me really excited for when the movie came out. And man, I just ate up that movie. I, I mean, obviously like everybody, like it was, it was a huge success, huge enough that they've made like eight of them now. Uh, (laughs) Some, some, some people did not like the original or some people did not like the movie because they turned, uh, John Voight's character who was the main character from the original mission impossible series into the villain. Uh, okay. And, and and so, so we're like, 
that's that's a that's a turn. Why would you then take it take the main character from the series and then focus on Tom Cruise's you know character? I I don't remember if well, Ethan Hunt was part of the, the part of the whole thing with Mission Impossible early on was like the double, double triple cross and double cross and like you know. Y- Son of a bitch, I'm in, right? Uh, sorry, like we're 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 gonna we're gonna fall into Rick and Morty territory here with the heist episode, but like so much of it was about. Did you hear my dog? No, 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 no. I'm. Uh, okay. I was checking to see if the barking right. Oh, now. I can't hear the dog, but I was seeing okay. if the fan is on. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> it was it was all about like, oh, I'm playing for this team. Well, oh, well, that that team's actually the bad guy. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna play for this side and. Oh, but but maybe they're not who they say they are either. And it kind of like you don't know who to trust. And then um, and then Tom Cruise does a crazy stunt and jumps out of a plane or something. So <laughs> um, anyway, they're making eight of them. Uh, so tune in uh, in 2023 for our Mission Impossible, <laughs> our, our Mission Impossible marathon, where we rewatch all eight Mission Impossible movies in a row. Give you our thoughts um <laughs> live anyway live reactions yeah, i that's this is the last thing i'll say about uh top gun and then we'll they'll move on to whatever movie you saw um tom cruise is insane man <laughs> like he's he's doing crazy stuff his movies like he's he's making crazy he's doing crazy things like the fact that i think like all these actors learned how to actually like fly like jets mm-hmm. like that's that's insane to me like especially in a in a time that we live in with computer effects and stuff but really like the things that they were able to do and uh it really comes across on the screen and so uh as insane as the dude is um and i do believe he is insane uh it makes for a pretty interesting motion picture so yeah if uh if you want to go see it go see it uh if you don't want to see it don't but uh i think you have fun you probably have fun i think uh, I speaking think of having will. fun in the movies um, what kind of fun did you get up to at the theater? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah, saw you saw a remake, well, a sequel to a movie that was made in the early eighties. I went to see a sequel for a movie that was made in the early nineties. Uh the this the fifth sequel, ideally the final sequel, uh, before they do a remake someday. That's right. We went and saw Jurassic World Dominion uh, this this last Thursday, Friday, one of the day. Doesn't matter. Um, the the showing was we went to see it in in, in IMAX at seven o'clock at night, and it was basically pretty empty. I do have a a real quick aside, which is you go on the app and you look at which seats are available, and I went sure. And there was a lot are we, of. Are we talking Fandango? Or are we talking theater specific? Uh, this uh, theater specific. This is uh, uh the region region. I want to say Reginald. I don't know. Um, the Reginald V Theater. <laughs> the Regal Cinematic Experience <laughs> for only the most royal of films. Beep, beep, they, they Please keep... use our iOS application to receive five percent at the box. They office. give everyone a monocle when you when you walk into the Reginald. Uh, so yeah, the, we the... have truffle oil <laughs> on our popcorn, <laughs> but the, it's not actual popcorn. It's actually gold. Um, <laughs> yeah, so on the Regal app, all these all these seats available, and there were 
in the middle area, there was there was maybe about six out of uh, 15 seats taken, right? And so what I did was, okay, I want to be in that middle row. I'm okay with being closer to the edge of the aisle, uh, but not too close. So I, there was three seats before the edge of the aisle, then me, my wife, and my son, and then there were two seats in between me and the, the other people, right? And I quit. Cool. Uh, and then the entire th- theater is, is, is like, not, not the entire theater. There's people had seats, but basically there's a lot of extra seats uh, around, uh, like an equal amount on the other side of these, these people, right? So we get to the theater, we sit in the, we sit in our chairs and then sure enough, two people come and they sit in that, <laughs> those, those two right seats right in your lap, <laughs> right, right in my lap, right next to us. Like, and then, then the movie's. Because because the trailers, the movie starts, and there's still so much extra space available in the theater. So, Travis, is it okay to then get up and migrate all of us over three seats so that we're on the aisle and have that extra gap if there's if there's no one around? What are your what are your thoughts uh, on that? At, at what point is is this move taking place? It's it's after the trailers before the movie starts. Uh, I think you can do it with, I mean, I mean, it's situational, obviously we're talking, we're talking Thursday night mm-hmm. on what was, I think the first week of this movie being out. Um, no, no, this is, this is like the second or third week. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, seeing as it wasn't a super popular movie, I think, I think you're okay to do it at that time. If we're talking like opening weekend. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, that's that that's a non-starter. And opening, uh, opening weekend will be yeah. packed in, in anyway. And so they're they're yeah. I would I would expect on opening night, opening weekend to go into the theater and not have any space to myself. Sure. Um and I would expect to go into the app and be like, are there even three seats available? Oh, they're up the they're at the front. I'm not going, right? Sure. This this was not one of those showings. This was if there were 50 seats available, uh, 50 seats in this whole theater, there was maybe 15 people <laughs> total in the theater, uh, and two of those people sat right next to me. So um, anyway, saw Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, before, before we went to see it, we needed to catch up because Chelsea didn't remember or she never saw Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And so we, we watched that, uh, the day before Then we went in to see Jurassic world dominion. So she can get caught up on the the spoilery stuff, uh, which involves, which involves a clone of a, of, of a person. Chris Pratt adopting a velociraptor as a, as a child (laughs) or something. Blue, blue, the velociraptor. Um, and so this, the, this film is, it's got the people from Jurassic World, so Chris Pratt, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, and then it has the folks from the original Jurassic Park, Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum. And so this is, hey, let's, let's finish it off, finish off the series, one big last hurrah, and that's what Jurassic World Dominion is. And the plot of this film is as such, Travis. Dinosaurs exist. There's- there's a there's they clone an evil, dinosaurs and they escape. <laughs> there's an evil co- corporation. 
people are trying to stop like people are trying to stop the evil corporation people get eaten by dinosaurs people run from dinosaurs however the main thing here is that there's giant locusts uh which kickstart the entire adventure um and you think i'm making that up i'm not making that up <laughs> i I kind of did think you were making that. Giant up. giant locusts uh are are part of what kickstart all of the 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 plot into effect. Basically, here's what happens. Giant locusts are like in the in the middle of uh, uh like the middle America, the grasslands, they like farm wheat and whatever. Uh and they eat a they eat a bunch of food. Laura Dern goes out there uh, Ellie, as Ellie Sadler uh, and she's she's investigating, and she notices that a farm right next to this farm was untouched by these locusts. Well, it turns out that 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 corn, that wheat was was created by a company called Biosyn, and so now she's like GMOs, ooh, ooh, GMOs. That takes her across uh, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, she goes get uh, Alan Grant. Boom, uh, they're working at it. Meanwhile, getting getting the band back together. Meanwhile, these, these two kids show up, right? <laughs> and they're on a tour because of their grandfather. That's right. <laughs> um, and then meanwhile, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and, and Chris Pratt, they're they're raising a clone baby. Blue the Raptor followed them randomly. Uh, but then they end up then they end up going and meeting whatever. It's basically the plot. And there's new dinosaurs, whatever. Um it was, I was entertained. Here's the thing. I, I was entertained. I enjoyed it. I'm like, it, it's the same. I was entertained the same way I was entertained watching the Fantastic Four movies. <laughs> like, I, I'll, watch, I'll watch it. I, I, I enjoy it. I'm like, I'm, I shut my brain off and, and forget it's, some of this it's stuff. It's fine. It's fun. It's Green Lantern. Who doesn't like Green Lantern? Yeah. I, mean, I, yeah. I, 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 I watch it. I got the, there's a few movies I, I won't watch uh, like house of the dead by Ubo. Yeah. Don't, don't watch that. That'll, that'll hurt your brain. Zombies. Don't watch zombies. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was okay. It was okay. That's, that's it. That's, there's I mean, that's a little upsetting for 2022. I gotta, I gotta be honest. The original Jurassic park movie back in 1993, Little, you know, 10-year-old Travis running around, mm-hmm. go going to watch some summer blockbusters. And Steven Spielberg captured my heart and my imagination that year, right? I <laughs> I think it was it was the it was the first time in my life where I went and saw a movie like more than twice in a theater. Oh. Because I was just like, I loved the original Jurassic Park. I thought it was great. Um and you know, the rest of the movies haven't really lived up to the same level of hype. I, 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 I the original Jurassic Park trilogy was fine. I, I, I have, I have issues. I think a lot of fans have issues with with parts of those movies. I felt like Jurassic World restarted the series in like a really positive way. I, I, I really thought like Jurassic World captured a lot of the essence of what made the original Jurassic Park movie clicked and and, mm-hmm. and and was really entertaining um and then they seem to be like falling into some of the same patterns again as as the series progresses so i don't know i i would watch it i i don't think there's i just looked up jurassic park movies i was gonna say i didn't think there were any i hadn't seen but then there's this 
Battle at Big Rock, which was released in 2019, apparently direct to YouTube. Uh, it's 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 a short film based on Jurassic World or something. I don't think it technically counts. It's an eight minute short film, so okay. I don't think it technically counts. I don't think it counts as a Jurassic Park. Let's not count movie. It. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna throw that one out. What, but what, otherwise, I think I've seen all the other Jurassic. What I, what I'll say is the the original the original trilogy. There was no there's no story through line there, right? Like yeah, sure. the 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 Lost World had no, little to do with Jurassic Park and then Jurassic Park 3 had little to do with Lost World or Jurassic Park the original. So when Jurassic World came out, what they tried to do with uh Col- uh Colin Trevorrow, uh I think that is his name, uh the, the director and the writer, uh, they w- tried to keep like the story that that built throughout the the three movies, and there there I can see some of that. Uh, there's like with Bryce Dallas Howard's character uh, in the original Jurassic World, she's talking about like she doesn't want to she, she doesn't want to have kids, and she's taking care of like her her nieces her her nephews, right? Um, and like becoming this kind of like she's growing up and she's becoming more motherly. And this latest one, like that, her that arc of hers comes to comes to a head, right? Like she's she's finally that she's taking that on that role and she's accepting it. Um, so I'll say that about Jurassic World. Um, but the way it went was felt kind of odd. I think they took some uh, little bits and bites of what. Spielberg wanted to put into some of the Jurassic Park sequels originally, which is weaponized dinosaurs. Um, I think, I think there, I don't know if this is a joke, but the word on the street was that they were like dinosaurs outfitted with like guns and shit like that um, to, to weaponize the dinosaurs. Jurassic world took that and actually made it about weaponizing dinosaurs. Um, And the thing is, I mean, why do you need to weaponize dinosaurs when you have weapons? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but whatever. Let's take, let's take an already deadly creature that we can't control and strap weapons on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What could go wrong? What can? Uh, uh, uh. Um, I, I just came up with a game, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, it's a game I'm going to play with you. Okay. Uh, Jurassic Park as a series seems to be well regarded uh by by a lot of fans uh there there are super fans across the world um but not everybody loves the films so what i would like to do is play play a game with you called uh name name the name the tomato uh, so so we're we're going to we're going to take a journey okay. in order through the uh the the six major uh Jurassic Park films and i want you to Take a guess on just a range, right? So we're talking within ten uh, percent okay. percentage points here. Or so, um, and give me the current Rotten Tomatoes score for each Jurassic Park film. And we're going to start with the very first Jurassic oh, Park released in 1993. What is it scoring on Rotten Tomatoes? I'm going to give it between a 90 and a and a hundred. Uh, yeah, ninety-two, ninety-two. Oh, okay, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Is that is that uh, is that too is that too wide a spread? Should it maybe like with no, like no. Five? Yeah, you're good. You're good. Uh, okay. I mean, 
Um, I'm I'm gonna say if you say a number and you're within ten, high or low, I okay. think I think you're golden, right? All right, okay. So 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 a few years pass, and and the Lost World Jurassic Park is released in 1997. Um, how do you think the fans feel about this film? Oh, so it's fans, not critics. Uh, this is uh, this is the Rotten Tomatoes score. Okay, okay. Um, I will say fifty four. It's fifty three. Do you have this page up right now? I don't. No. Okay. He's he's nailing this right now. Okay. <laughs> not not to not to completely throw him off for the rest, but uh, it's it's a new year. It's a new millennium, uh, and Jurassic Park three is released uh, in theaters in two thousand one. I, what uh what what is what is the Rotten Tomatoes score? This, this one Jurassic this one's Park this one's 3. harder for me because I always because reading Jurassic Park the novel, it Jurassic Park three felt like a greatest hits of what they couldn't use in the original Jurassic Park, right? Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. and and then like ah you know we need a raft we need a boat scene let's put that here okay pterodactyls. You know, suspiciously absent from the original Jurassic bar. Let's put them in. Okay. Um, so there's a little bit of me that I know I'm going to get it wrong because I'm like, I, I like it a little bit more. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, ah, shit. Should I go higher or lower? I, I, th- I think people think lost world is generally a, a worse movie, but I'll go, I'll go with 61. Ooh, just outside the threshold. It's 49 right damn, now. Damn, so I know I should have gotten just lower. Just dipped a little bit lower than The Lost World. Um, I I, th- I think people are spent, right? They, It's not living up to that original over 90s uh, expectations. So fast forward 14 years, and here comes Jurassic World, right? New cast, mm-hmm. new characters, n- uh, you know, sa- same sort of environment. Uh, what What do you think? people thought of jurassic world i'm gonna go uh 76 71 Woo. all right you're 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 three out of four right now crushing <laughs> this so um relatively good success right we we got 1.6 billion dollars at the box office so with those kind of numbers you can't not make another movie three years later jurassic world fallen kingdom uh it's it's back out in theaters the fans the fans how do they feel about clamoring for it or not clamoring for it (laughs) i i'm gonna say 57 we're gonna count it because 47 Uh, uh so you're up by 10 but we're gonna count it so that is that is four out of the five films okay. uh, <laughs> you you you've gotten within that 10 point threshold which leaves us with Jurassic World uh currently still being rated out on Rotten Tomatoes uh but early votes are in what do you think its current <laughs> score is over on the tomometer uh, uh over I'll, at Rotten Tomatoes I'll say 35 Thirty percent. Congratulations, everybody! Hey. Congratulations, Brandon. <laughs> well done. I five out of six. He, I messed up with Jurassic Park movies. three. I, I like. I, I let. <laughs> I let my own emotions taint it. Yeah, I, I knew I should have gone lower, not higher. Yeah. Very well done. Very well done. Yeah. Um. 
sit a lot of these films sit right around that 50 50 you know breakdown where some people like it half the people don't like it there's you know you can pick and choose are all those people the same that like it or does it go back and forth <laughs> uh, i don't know let us know send us send us an email apathetic enthusiasm at gmail.com um all right any any final thoughts on this film i mean would you recommend people go see it if if they're in that 50 percent that liked all the other jurassic park movies they've probably already seen it um, or should they just like wait for it to stream on a on a, on a platform somewhere? I th- I think I think that uh, if mm, if you go in and you don't have high hopes, then all right, then you then you then you might enjoy it. Like I I think if you have kids, if you have kids, your kids will will enjoy it. That is the, that is the thing, right? Like there's a magic there that kids see dinosaurs. My nephew is like, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, that I think that's, that's the thing is we they, were all they kids. They can see past bad acting, bad writing. Yeah. Contrived scenarios. We were kids. They're not following that stuff anywhere. They're like, cool dinosaur. Yeah. We were kids when Jurassic Park came out. Yeah. And we grew up <laughs> and, and we started seeing other things that instead of just the dinosaurs. So, sure. um, so anyway, uh, Travis, I have I have a game for you similar. Real quick, guess that tomato meter <laughs> for Top Gun. Oh, Top geez. Gun Maverick versus Top Gun, the original 1986. All right. So in 1986, <laughs> Top Gun comes out. Tom Cruise, Kelly McGillis, Anthony Edwards. Rotten. The internet doesn't exist. Internet doesn't, <laughs> in, internet doesn't exist. A Rotten Tomatoes is is a twinkle in in some founder's eye. What do you think the tomato meter is for Top Gun, nineteen eighty six? So so much like how people had to go back and rate the original Jurassic Park with with a sense of nostalgia, a sense of of who they were when they first saw that movie, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um. I am going to say people are also going to look at the original Top Gun through uh, sort of fractured glasses, maybe a little bit. Um, but I think people are also going to like be like, all right, there's there's some things that are dated in this. So I'm going to I think I think people like it, but I don't know if it's like super well liked. So I'm going to put it at like a 75. OK, a 70, 75. Yeah. Now giving giving you the same leeway that you gave me a 10 point spread, I'm going to tell you that you failed immensely. Uh Great. 58% is what it's Interesting. Truly, okay. Is what it sits okay. on, on there. I and maybe this is because of the rose-colored glasses of the new film and I haven't watched the original in a very long time. Uh like all the way through. Yeah. Um I can totally see how that's that's an even split on yeah. on on a movie that that old, yeah. Okay, all right. So now, yeah. so now we fast forward all these years. We get through the, the pandemic. Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> we get through. Uh, we we make our way into a pandemic. Currently making our way out of it. This film, Top Gun Maverick, comes out twenty twenty two. Tom Cruise back. Miles Teller, Jennifer Connelly. What do the critics? What do the fans think of of Top Gun Maverick? I'm gonna I'm gonna put it at a ninety. You're gonna put it at ninety. I, I mean, I think that's 
I think that's a safe bet to have it be a 90. I, th- I think that I think that's a conservative guess, honestly. Yeah. 37%. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, the seven is right. The seven part of that. So it is at sitting at 97%. There are my goodness. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. I, it's, I, it's fun. It's a fun movie. It's, I heard somebody say that this movie makes Top Gun seem like a shitty prequel cash grab tie in. <laughs> okay. Like, uh, that that's that's what people say about it. Like this movie makes the original seem so much worse by comparison. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. And there's oh. a lot of like there's a lot of like fan nostalgia type like callbacks mm-hmm. in the new one, which I think Sheena streamed the original Top Gun like the day we went to go see it while I was oh. you know like working or something. Ugh. Um, <laughs> so, so there are so many moments where she's like, oh. Oh, and I'm like, why are you so connected to this? And like, oh yeah, you watched it today. You watched the original, <laughs> so every little thing that they that was a callback to the original, she picked up on. So well, so there, there are a lot. the The last thing I'll say about nostalgia is not about Top Gun or Jurassic Park or Jurassic World. It's it's about a game that just came out, Travis, and it's. <laughs> This game, there was a there was an arcade game out there in the arcades way back way back in the day. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, uh, and then it came to the NES, and then it, there was there wasn't even two players, but whatever the the variations of this o- over the years. Well, this this company comes out and they say we're going to have a new TMNT arcade game called Shredder's Revenge. It's a beat 'em up, classic beat 'em up, six six playable characters six playable characters at the same time online yeah. beat them up yeah uh four player uh co-op on console at the same time oh this it just it just came out this this last week uh travis i i forced you to play it a little bit i think you played it with your kids uh yeah i mean what what are your what are your initial thoughts on on the on the game right so i <laughs> A, l- a little a little context here uh in terms of like childhood obsessions uh turtles were my thing ninja turtles teenage mutant ninja turtles as a kid that was my jam i didn't play with gi joes uh i didn't i didn't even collect like star wars figures really but i collected ninja turtle figures i watched the show i watched the cartoon I I still tell people my first concert ever that I went to was a Ninja Turtles concert. Um, (laughs) Like turtles were my jam. Right. And so um, definitely dropped my fair share of quarters into the original arcade game. Uh, Thought it was great. Right. And so seeing this out available on Xbox Game Pass really just kind of brought back a flood of nostalgia to me because this is these are my turtles right the the ninja turtles have been around a long time generations have grown up with this this you know in uh ip right but it's like nickelodeon bought it and they released like reskinned new versions of the turtles they they have different character models and things like that obviously michael, they've michael, changed a lot over time michael bay comes out he he does his thing with them right <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but these are my like squishy faced, big nose, right? Like, like round straight, turtles. straight, straight from the cartoons that we remember. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I even just like looking up uh, about the game as we're getting ready for this podcast, the original voice actors from the 87 series came back to reprise their roles. Like, like, like you, you've got like, it's no kidding. Like, yeah, our Ninja Turtles from our childhood, right? Rob, Rob Paulson, um, Rob Paulson doing doing a voice <laughs> in there. Oh, where are my the, testicles? The um, the like graphic style, right? Like, obviously, this is on an Xbox. It's on modern consoles. You you could really kind of polish it up, but they 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 pixelate it a little bit more. It's got that art style that's a little bit dated, right? Um, and it just works. It has the feel of that classic arcade game. And it's really easy to kind of hop in and out of it. I I started playing it by myself for a couple of levels. My son comes in the room. He's like, oh, what is this? I was like, hey, grab a controller. Let's try it out. Let's both play. I'm like, oh, shoot, I need to go do something else. He's like, oh, cool. Can I keep playing? I was like, yeah, go for it. He's playing for a while. He gets hooked. He played like the rest of the afternoon, which was great because then I could keep watching the progression in the game (laughs) without having to sit there and play it the whole time. And I'm just like, oh, cool. It's this guy. Oh, it's um." so I don't know. I I think it's really cool. I love the fact that they have uh, like co-op online play Mm -hmm. so that. If we want to jump in a game together, you and your kid, me and mine, we grab, you know, you get a few gro- groups together, then you really have that like arcade feel of like a bunch of characters on screen all moving through it. It seems like they probably progress the difficulty the more the more characters you have in there or something maybe. Um because uh I I played to a level with my son and we we did okay. Yeah. But like ended up losing at the end or something. And then he went and tried to play through it again on his own. And either like he got way better at beating the middle boss uh, <laughs> like in that one turn or I was holding him back <laughs> or or they scaled the difficulty. Those are the three options. I'm, yeah. I'm not ruling out number two. It very much could be number two. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed playing this game. I think it, I think it's great. And, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I like it. What do you think? What I do you will, think? I, I did play it on, I played it with my kid. I also played it online, uh, with, with Sizemore, uh, our friend Aaron and, and my son too. And we were all, all online playing like two people on my Xbox, one person in Idaho, one person in San Diego, uh, and it was it was seamless. Like we were we were beating Rock City and Bebop and doing all all that that stuff. So that that was really cool. Um, it, that was one of the things that like I had been missing from beat 'em ups because like beat 'em up like Final Fight and Golden Axe and Streets of Rage, all of those games. Like I, me and me and my kid, we play those games. Like there's a uh, like a SNK beat 'em up fighter pack that you can get for the xbox and it's got like six different beat-em-up style games and i and we him and i like play through all of those uh so having that same experience online has been something that has felt like has been missing uh and so i'm really happy to see it here because uh, i would have liked to uh, it that to have been out for the yeah uh, uh scott pilgrim game which is a, a fantastic oh, little yeah. beat-em-up game um so anyways uh, that's an aside as far as the the ninja turtle nostalgia 
you talk about having collected the figurines, <laughs> like just playing through action figures. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. 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 Action figures playing through this game every once in a while. Like there's, there's so many cameos. Uh, there's so many collectibles and like the bosses that you fight, <laughs> like, I, I, you'd find like a secret character in like a trash can or whatever. And I was like, I had that one. I had that. I yeah. had, I had yeah. Genghis frog. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I still have one around here. And, and I, I used to, I used to not know how to pronounce Genghis. So I was like, Genghis, 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 Gen, 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 <laughs> um, and then like, uh, uh, not, I, I always called him Mecha turtle, but, uh, whatever the, the robot turtle is like, I, I had him too. Uh, he was, he was always so cool. Uh, the, uh, the alligator with like the, <laughs> like the, the Cajun, Cajun style. Yeah. Alligator. Yeah. And like, yeah, I had, I had all of those things. That's so cool to, to see. Uh, and like just bring it, bring it all back. All right. So here's the, here's the deal. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to level with the audience here. I know my mom listens to this podcast on occasion <laughs> and, uh, frankly, frankly, mom? I'm putting you on blast, ma. I, I, if you got this far in the episode, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Um, one of the still, uh, most traumatizing moments oh. in my childhood <laughs> was the day I discovered that my mom had sold my collection of Ninja Turtles to include the sewer and technodrome play sets uh, uh, uh. In, in some form of yard slash garage sale. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, I mean, though, those would be displayed in the, Prominently. in the zoom window behind me somewhere, probably <laughs> to this day. Uh, did you, did you, if did I had them, plus they'd probably be worth a thing or two. Did you have Krang? Um, did you have, did you have a Krang? So I didn't just have Krang. Oh, like I had shit. the full suit Krang yeah. where you could like, you had his little like robotic, you know, version, but then you could also stick him in the belly of the, of, of the yeah. big suit. Yeah. Cause Absolutely. he was like, had a little bipedal one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I still have that somewhere too. Okay. All right. Uh, but then you had like the it's, full body. It's, it's on a shelf or something, but um, cause, cause I've gone, you know, since then to, you know, various, you know, cons and stuff and, been like, oh, I remember this from my youth, and you're selling it for three dollars. Thank you very much. I will take it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I had a Raphael that like his shell opened up, and you could store his size in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that was good stuff. That's, I mean, that that was the um the fixation for me as a kid was like that began the 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 unhealthy habit of collecting crap with that you see all around me if you're if you're on twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm or checking us out on youtube don't forget to mash that like button while you're here <laughs> uh and uh yeah like that was that was it for me um when i was young and and absolutely loved them so so yeah and anyway this this game if if you were a turtles fan back in the 90s uh do yourself a favor get to your get to your console check this game out uh it's it's a good time it's definitely a good time and it's not just on xbox it is on playstation it is on pc it is on switch so do yourself a favor yeah. if you are a turtle fan i i highly recommend it i recommend i recommend we, it we more to, than jurassic world dominion we need, we need to figure out a way to stream stuff like that like you and i like that, I, I know, I know that's, I know that'd be a challenge because I don't think like your Xbox is in the room you stream from. It's, but. it's not, it's not, 
but I could figure I could figure out a way. I'm sure. Uh, my my other Xbox is over in that room, uh, and so that one over there, that one, that one over, oh, over there. there. Not not the room, not the room I'm in, but that one. I did f- I did find my Elgato. So if I if I just get a a, a 500 foot HDMI cable, I could probably get it to to work. No problem. Um, Attenuation isn't a factor here. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll figure all that out yeah. uh, offline while we're not recording a podcast. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think that's going to about do it for this episode, actually. So, so uh, for those of you listening, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for continuing to download this episode. We, we really, truly do appreciate it. Um, if you liked any of those movies that we talked about or that game, if you played them, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Head over to at uh, Apthusiast over on Twitter. Uh, let us know what you think. Or you could write a review on this podcast if you're new here. Uh, and just checking this out for the first time. Thank you uh, for listening. And until next time, you're Travis. I'm Travis. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm Travis. And He's I'm Brandon. And I'm That's Brandon. It. That's the show at Barnyard Cruise on Twitter. Please, if you spelled C R U Z, if you or somebody you love has been looking for me and you haven't been able to find me, it's at Barnyard Cruise. B A R N Y A R D. Kind of like a junkyard or a jail yard or a front yard or a backyard. Did the the Y A R D, right? Like barn, as in like you're on a farm, maybe store some hay in there, maybe you, you keep your horses out in the barn, barn, yard, barn plus yard, and then the C R E Z cruise, like Penelope, Penelope Cruise, not like Tom, Penelope. So Penelope Barnyard Cruise. Thank you, and until next time, see you later. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.